0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good
1: Minute Hummel podcast, and we got Robbie Hummel. i would known you since you were a kid. I could blow my knee out, both knees, and still kick your ass.
2: We're trying to find the Robbie Hummel statue. I wanted to kill you.
1: <laughs> All right, welcome back to another episode of the Goodman and Hummel podcast. I'm Jeff Goodman. He is Robbie Hummel. And yeah, I know you're licking your chops. All right, listen, before we get to the bet that I lost. So I turn on my phone this morning. I wake up after a long, long day yesterday, a doubleheader in which I started in Bloomington I, I motored my ass off with my daughter and we drove and we made the Purdue game. I finished the game. I have to do a show. I have to write a story. And I wake up in the morning to you texting me. Tell everybody what you were texting me. Right, when I you asked, were texting me. Well, I called you at two. I wanted to see where you were at. I
2: was, you know, you you said, let's, let's grab a drink. All right. You were nowhere
1: to be found. You claim you were writing. At, at 2 a.m. you were writing? No, I was asleep by 2. I was asleep okay, by 2. Right. But yeah. I, I think I finished at about 1.30. And uh, oh, I turned off my to... phone because I didn't want knuckleheads like you waking me up. Uh, and <laughs> I, knew, I knew your past uh, transgressions when you're in the city of Indianapolis and, and what you can do. What, what you're, yeah, I know your reputation in the, city, in the state of Indiana is not good when it comes to you and alcohol. What do you,
2: what do you mean? It's a great reputation. I we went to Harry and, Izzy's and had a great meal and had a couple Saint Elmo's Coca Colas. So They're good. How you feeling today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, I got a big week this week, so I had to do some work. But I'm I'm. A, yesterday was a pretty sweet day, of college basketball. But before we get to that, yeah, you owe me. I do, and I've had some. And people, we yeah. need to make some ground rules. Like, so there, there's some. So. My main thing for this is that you you have to wear my jersey for the whole day.
1: Got okay, done. Which that's
2: hilarious. I agreed.
1: I agreed to that. Which which one are you going to get? So I like somebody sent me uh somebody sent me a couple. Now there's a 100 dollar one. I'm not spe- I'm telling you right now. There's no way in hell I'm spending 100 dollars on a Robbie Helm jersey.
2: No and chance. Got, wow, I would I was going to buy some 80 dollar Arizona shorts. <laughs> I was ready for that. I, I thought to myself, those the throwback shorts
1: are awesome. I'll just buy those if I have to do this. I like the black jersey. I like the black pretty jersey. I, I think I'm going to go with the black pretty jersey. Um, there's one for $26 that I feel like is probably a little bit hefty, but I'm I'm willing to pay as long as the shipping isn't too much. I'm right, willing here's, to here's what 26. I
2: want you to do. Yeah. You are going to wear the jersey all day to wherever okay. you go. No, no T-shirt underneath, like you're playing. I <laughs>
1: you mean, no yeah, T-shirt. No, no.
2: This is, like no T-shirt. You're wearing it like like you are a player, like it's just cut off sleeves. You're in Charleston. It's warm down there. Cut off sleeves, and I want you to get some. You can get whatever black shorts you want. They got to be. They got to be like Larry Bird shorts. Like short shorts. Larry Bird short shorts, and no sleeves underneath. That's what you got to wear the whole day. I think I can
1: go with the no sleeves. Uh, listen here. here I'm going to give you your options here. All right. I'm going to give you your two options. I can't have it all. No, you can't have it all. Here are your options though. The short shorts are not going to happen. All right. I'm not wearing ball huggers. I'm not doing yeah, it. But, so but awesome. what I am going to do, I'm going to give you two options. Yeah. I'm gonna, Either I wear them in Charleston and that's fine. Or I can wear them at the final four, the, the shirt. Not not all day, because I can't wear it all day, because obviously um, I'm not going out at night with it to, like, you know, the pumps party. Well, would, at, <laughs> that would be awesome. All right. At the final four, would you wear it with
2: no undershirt, though? Jesus Christ. This is so you lost.
1: You made the bet, dude. You made this <laughs> bet. The, the stipulations weren't in there.
2: Well, Greg Gary kind of gave me some inspiration when he texted me about
1: <laughs> this. No undershirt. No.
2: I mean, I, all right. I'll spare you the final four. You do this in Charleston, but you, you got to wear it like you're a player. No, no undershirt underneath. No undershirt all day. All right. The only problem right. is I don't know how to prove this. I'm not going to be there.
1: My wife, in. she'll take video. You have yeah, to check we'll, in like hourly to, to that's prove that's that you're fine. doing hourly, this. Hourly, so. we can do it. Maybe I'll even do it on a, on a night when I, I attend a Charleston game. How about that least, for you? Okay, there you go. There you go. You have to wear my jersey. No, no, no! I can't do no undershirt at a Charleston game. You, can. I can put something on underneath it for the Charleston game. For the game, game,
2: for the game, you can go. How about you could cut off the sleeves of a T-shirt? the The guns have to show. (laughs) The guns have to be
1: out. Nobody needs to see this. I mean, I'm gonna. (laughs) The only here's the only thing I'll say. It's like if I could do the Final Four. I might just start lifting like crazy over the next few months. I'm going to be, be so training. jacked. You'd be training for this. I'm going to hire somebody.
2: I'll, I'll spare you the final four, but you got to, right. all right, during the day, it's sleeveless. Okay. For the game, you should you should still just wear like a cutoff T-shirt, but I'll, you can wear a T-shirt to the game. All right. Under. All right. In, I'm in for that. All right. So that, that that's the deal. There's got to be a muscle T-shirt that really grips <laughs> the biceps strong. That's fine. That's fine. Be one of the, it can't be those, some I'm loose. I'm good with that. All Larry I know John- is. It can't be Larry Johnson, Listen. Grandmama T-shirt is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> just know. Just know there's going to be revenge next year when Arizona plays Purdue in Vegas. Because. We, get, we can run it back. No, we're going to run it back, but we're going to run it back that night in Vegas. Oh, I hope
2: I'm there. I mean.
1: That'd be if rough. you're there. We're, we're, I mean, what Peacock's going to fire you after one year. <laughs> I don't. They draft the games every year, moron. <laughs> Not like
2: Peacock. And this game in perpetuity. They will redraft. They'll redraft next year. And I'm guessing Arizona will
1: probably be a pretty high draft pick. All right. All right. Well, listen. Uh, All right. Let's get to the actual matchup now that we've got the ground rules set for me wearing. I got to get the damn jersey, first of all. I got to make sure that nobody else bought. You know, I hear these are at high demand. Somebody else might have bought the black one for $26.
2: I thought about sending you. I have a jersey that the Nuggets gave me later after i had been released they when i first got signed sparky the equipment guy spelled my last name
1: wrong oh please, please. so i have
2: a jersey that's like
1: h-u-m-m-l-e dude i'll pay you a hundred dollars for that jersey period i don't know it's a memento of mine i might pay you 500 for that jersey
2: well, then we, we could talk at 500 maybe but all, all right. right let's talk about the road game all
1: right let's talk about purdue uh arizona first and uh and again listen we, we went through it for a minute last night after the game but Uh, ultimately I wrote a column and and I truly believe this, Rob, I believe Braden Smith is the difference in Purdue's team from a year ago to now, because of his confidence, because he's, he's, he's just, you know, older, more confident, uh, not thinking about everything now, not questioning his decision-making. Now other guys are better around him too. Like, like obviously Zach, E's better than he was a year ago. Lance Jones gives him an element they didn't have, but, to me, it all starts with Braden Smith in in the fact that I believe in this team as a chance to, to win the whole thing now, where again, last year and Gottlieb was the first one to say this actually earlier last year. He did say he was like, I love Braden Smith, but I don't know if he's ready to be that dude as a freshman.
2: Yeah, you, you could probably and he certainly made the case that he was a year away. I, I think the biggest difference in Braden Smith is his mentality. I think that he is looking to score. And I I Matt Painter said something interesting to me. It was one of the shoot I've done. I've done five consecutive Purdue games. So I have I don't remember what shoot around it was that. But one of the shoot arounds, um, he, he made the comment that I guess Braden Smith's dad works him out. I think his dad's a coach. And that they had talked after last season about how everything they do needs to be finishing with Braden, looking to come off ball screens and make a play for himself. And you could tell. And you could tell that he has really worked at that, and it's not just been like a skill development thing. It's been his mindset: is that man, if I'm coming off this, and Umar Ballo is going to be in this drop, man, I am going to murder this. Yep. And he played like that. I mean, he was hunting shots, making big time plays, and he still can pass. But man, he he can really score too. You could, I mean, I, I think he has to be in the conversation of of, of being an All American. Yes. I, yes, I think he has to be. I said you that know, his last, last couple night. games, and he. Yeah. He's been big time. So Edie gets all the, the accolades and rightfully so, because he he is a, a monster in there. He, he is so tough. And he makes Umar Bala look small. Bala is an enormous human being too, but he's yeah. four inches taller than him. Um, and Fletcher Lawyer was was major league. Major league. After really struggling uh, up in Toronto, I think he was 0 for 4, 0 for 5, had four points. But I think the thing with him has got to be, you know, your lows can't be so low his highs are high 27 yeah. against Tennessee. You know, he, he had a big time game 27 against, uh, against Arizona, but man, he's, he's got too many games where it's like three points over oh four. Yeah. Um, and, but you know, he, he's, he does not back down. Like he, he talks noise to yep. to defenders. He, he's not afraid and he stepped up and, and just man, a- Arizona had some uncharacteristic breakdowns. I thought they, the trapping of the post from the strong side, was really poor in rotation. They gave him like a couple threes where he's just and they worked on it shoot Wide around. Open. They,
1: they open. just
2: didn't, you know, their 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 perimeter players were not ready to rotate. They just gave up open threes, their turnovers, and I really was surprised at the way Purdue got them on the glass in the first half. Just because Arizona had been the best rebounding team in college basketball up to this point. Now they hadn't seen anybody like Purdue. Um, But I I was surprised by that. I I thought that that would be one of the differences in the game, and it, it certainly was.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
3: As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM Sportsbook for this college basketball season. We're going to be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and predictions throughout the college basketball season. And we are going to have special offers for you, the listeners, and the viewers on the Field of 68 each and every week during the season. If you haven't signed up with BetMGM yet, use the bonus code FIELD1500 and you will get up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager on BetMGM Sportsbook. Here's what you got to do. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up using the bonus code FIELD1500. Deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets if that bet loses. Just make sure you use the bonus code FIELD1500 when you sign up. And remember, BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient for me when I have to go cover games in New York or Philly. When cross the state borders, just log into your existing account instead of having to create new accounts in each state that you go to. And most importantly, I got to let you know, We do have some fun stuff coming up for this college basketball season, bet insurance tokens, college hoops, odds boosts, my personal favorite parlay odds boosts. So download the bet MGM app today.
1: The other difference was the point guard matchup and -hmm. Kai Boswell, who I think is terrific. Yeah. Um, frankly, we, we talked about how how much bigger, how much stronger, how much more athletic, you know, physical, all those guards were going to be for Arizona because they are, I mean, you look at them and you're like, man, they're men, Boswell, Caleb Love. They oh, come off the bench with Jaden Bradley. Yeah. But you know what? Like Fletcher Lawyer, who looks like he's what, 165 pounds and he looks like he's 14 yeah. years old. Yep. You know, he 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 just made him pay. He and, gets and by again, people too. He's he's
2: crafty, and I yeah. think he's got a deceptive first step where he just gets by dudes and they don't think he can do it. Um, but yeah, it wasn't like he just banged eight threes. I mean, he was getting to the rim, the floaters. Yep. Uh, And and I say this, I really like Arizona's team too. I give Caleb Love so much credit because so many guys have been told, "Hey, you got to change. You you can't. You got to play the right way." And it goes in this year, and it goes right out the other. He has done it. Yes, every game I've and I've watched a bunch of Arizona's games, whether it's you know Duke, Colgate, Wisconsin, Michigan State, and I just. I think he's he's making the right play more often than not. He's rebounding at the highest level he ever has. Yep. Assist to turnover ratio is the best it's ever been. He's still streaky as a shooter, but man, when he gets it going like he did, you know, twenty nine, he can hoop. He 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 was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I love Keyshaw Johnson. He's I, I think is awesome, that, isn't he? How was he the eighty fourth ranked transfer? Asporzella. I mean, what are you doing? Do You rank these guys? No, I d- I did top like ten this year. I was okay. smart well, enough. Why was, not not why was he not in your top ten? Why was he not in your top ten? I don't think he was. I don't. No, think he definitely was, was not.
1: No, was because Lowe? you know what? He didn't put up big, big offensive numbers, Rob. Like most people consider him. No, I, him a, I know. Just I'm, I'm giving defender. you a hard time. Yeah, he he, he His was. His body awesome though.
2: Year. Think about getting that body in the portal. I mean, he is like six nine, put together, right. physical. Yeah. The
1: windmill he had. Oh. I'm so uh, envious And <laughs> I'm so too, envious. in a, in yeah. a big time spot where you're like, man, he just did that. Then take
2: some, some real balls to do that. Um, you know, I really like Pella Larson. Um, he wasn't great. He, 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 had he, had he a, wasn't, I, he wasn't, I liked that bad he, turnover late too. Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought Boswell certainly was, was not at his best. Why do you think Arizona went away from the two, three? Purdue I, I a think three. they just
1: played it to try to.
2: No, they, they never play it. They no, no I meant jump. last. I, I meant last. That night. was a that was a hail mary. Like we can't guard Purdue. Right. my question to you is why, why you kept it going? Yes, I mean Purdue made a three. They they overloaded it, and Purdue missed a couple shots with Edie that probably more often than not he makes. Yeah, but I thought they. Purdue finally got an overload with the ball screen. They swung it to Lance Jones. He makes a three. Huge. But one. then after that they went man to man and then it was like five straight points. And I I just thought the the zone and the you pressure of the with zone it. really yeah. bothered Purdue. It did.
1: Well, they it weren't really ready it. for it. They weren't ready for it.
2: And I, I think that's that's a great adjustment. Bill Self is the guy that stands out
1: as someone that will just throw something out there and it really works. Um You know who's the master uh, at it? You know who's the master at that was who's Tim that? Floyd. Really? Tim Floyd would all sorts of trick defenses and just screw people up. Mm -hmm. Because, again, listen, uh, uh, if you're Purdue, how much are you preparing? You're not. No,
2: I mean, you're not. not. And that's why when that happens, you're just trying to flash guys. How hard is that
1: for you, Rob? When you played, how often would teams, again, you know, with you guys – they're not zoning you a whole hell of a lot.
2: No, I mean, we could shoot. And honestly, yeah. I love playing into the zone because it was very easy for me to just flash in and out of the high post and yeah. go from kind of inside to out and step out. And we'd overload overload zones. I thought we always handled that well. But, you know, it certainly is. It can be a shock to the system. I mean, we I played in an NCAA tournament game. Kansas Triangle and two us. If you had told me when I was 16 years old that Bill Self and, and the <laughs> Kansas Jayhawks are going to triangle and two of me because I have 22 points at halftime. I'd say, yeah, right. They're just going to say, we've just got to guard this dude better. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, I, I, it does surprise you. You're in a rhythm scoring the ball, and Purdue clearly was. And it just gives you a different look. It changes the tempo of the game. It, it was a really smart just – and I think – you know, didn't he – he tried to press too. He did. They, they yeah. pressed. That didn't work. Then he went to the 2-3. So he was just trying to press buttons to, but to why figure not? out what to...
1: why not. No, if you can't stop a team, no, I agree. Not, I don't think why you, not you do even... something different and see I, if it works. Now, again, I'm your players have to be able to handle that. Well, While and you're...
2: Arizona's personnel has length and athleticism, so that certainly helps. Yeah. Um, but if you're getting scored on at will and man to man, I don't see why right. you couldn't say, you know what, we don't really practice this, but. We kind of know what we're doing. Go out there, and and, and if we can always go back to man-to-man. Exactly. You know, it's not like we can't go back to it. So, um, You know who didn't impact the game that I thought might, just because I, I really like his energy and his effort, is K.J. Lewis. Yeah, he was not. I, he he just wasn't really a factor right. in, in the game. But he has been a factor for Arizona this year. Um, I want to so pick I, up
1: where, where you left off with Caleb Love, because, uh, again, I, I agree with you 100% on that. And and the accountability factor too with him is is different at Arizona, right? On both ends of the court, you know. Even there was one play where he didn't he didn't switch, I think, and and I can't remember who made an open three. Oh, it was
2: him and Boswell were like having a discussion. Yes. Somebody made an open three. And he he came right out and he
1: was like, "That's on me." Mm-hmm. And like I just don't remember seeing that that often at at, at Carolina. Like yeah. I think he's much more accountable. And then on the offensive end. And I texted you at one point. I was like, all right, Carolina Caleb?" Because he yeah, was I said he was he's keeping himself.
2: them in the, he's keeping them in the yeah. game at this point. Totally. <laughs> what do you mean? He but was.
1: Carolina Caleb doesn't always mean a bad thing. Well, that just good, means he's getting going. That means, you know what? He's feeling it and and he was. He was feeling it. He had there was a stretch there early where he had like three buckets and then he took one that was ill advised. And then he might have a turnover. But, like, you're right. Like, they needed him. No, they needed him to score. His that's floater what he can is big do. time,
2: too. His, his floater, that, oh, that's a that's a big-time awesome. shot. Yeah.
1: Especially against a guy like Edie. Sure. Like, he was, he was perfect because he can score pretty much at all three levels. He's capable of doing that. Um, and, again, he's just playing more under control now. But Arizona does need him. I mean, like, he he is kind of perfect for what they need because yeah. they don't necessarily have a guy like that, right? Pella Larson is just a great piece who does everything well. Well, right? Pella Larson to
2: me is just, like, low volume, super high efficiency, yeah. doesn't turn it over, right. can guard three or four positions. Moves he's a great role player for that team. Yeah, yeah. moves yeah. the ball. Really, really he's good. just a great I mean, piece. again, he's 5 of 7 from the field. Right. I, he's top 7 or 8 in terms of individual players, in offensive rating, which yeah. just measures, measures your efficiency. He, he, he really doesn't is. miss. He doesn't, he doesn't he's, miss like every he's
1: shooting game, 60% from the field on a year. Right. It's crazy. Crazy. Um, all right, let's move to, to Indiana, Kansas a little bit. And, uh, I was there. I don't know how much you saw of it. Um, I watched this morning. You did, okay, good. Um, I mean, Indiana played great for 35 minutes, really seriously, 35 minutes. They had them and the whole time, Rob, I'm not going to lie. I was like, Kansas going to win this game. I mean, they're, they're going to win this game. I, just I feel like,
2: like Bill Self has yeah. won more games where they trail and then they just yeah. punch in the mouth yep. with about three to go. <laughs> and the game ends and you're looking around, and you're like, what the hell happened?
1: Right. I think that's, that's the way Mike Woodson felt. I I'm think sure that's the way he had to have felt because Mackenzie and Baco played awesome the first half. Absolutely. Yep. The best him getting to the rim. It? Get, get into the basket a little yes, bit. Yes. Yeah,
2: that was and then he made some shots in the perimeter. And he guarded he likes those pin downs too. He, and he guarded he was, Rob.
1: He he did. That's he did. the biggest thing for me with him. Like yeah. he'll stay on the court if he can guard and not be a liability. And it, it's hard because it's hard to ask him to guard threes. You know what his plus minus was? No. Plus twelve. Yeah, he was good. And everybody, I mean everybody else like minus
2: seven, minus yeah. four, minus four, minus one, minus sixteen, three, minus three. He was plus twelve.
1: Well, listen. You know, Khalil Ware. That was his first off game. That was his first uh, game that he he struggled. He struggled Yukon. Struggle. He struggled against UConn. Oh, he did. That's true. That's true.
2: He he is strong. I will say this. I think he's played really hard. I think he's been he's been really good for Indiana. But I do think that when he runs into physical bigs that match sure. his size, it, it's a problem. Of course. And Yukon and, and Kansas can match yep. his size.
1: No, that's that listen, that's what you always thought with Khalil Ware, right? Like mm. against the armies, against the Florida Gulf Coast, against those teams. Yeah. He he was he's been dominant and, and it looked good because his effort was there. Here's what I'll say with Khalil Ware still, the problem, part of the problem is still the guard play just isn't good enough to take the pressure off. I mean, Game has no
2: played 37 minutes, and I, I think he's he's a good player. I heard yeah. what Bill Self said where, you know, if Xavier Johnson's back and he's coming off the bench, yeah. that's fine. But you're just you're asking him to do something that he is not ready to do as a freshman. And he's going to give great effort, yes. and he's going to guard his ass off, yep. and he'll do everything Mike Woodson asks him to do, but he's just not ready to produce. Now, I will say I, I was really happy to see Trey Galloway play well. He was great. So I, I'm sure that this season has been hard for him. And I've I've been there as a player where you were on a team and some of the better guys leave and you're kind of looking around and you're like, you know, last year <laughs> these shots were coming a little easier and now I've moved up on the scouting report and I don't have the the players maybe around me that that were making things easy like a Trace Jackson Davis. I mean, he shot what like fifty plus from three last They're year. They're all
1: uncontested. Everyone. he was getting. I mean, right.
2: Yeah, Trace was so good at, at kicking those yes. those balls out of the post that he got great looks. And I thought for him, getting those couple in transition early was big time for him. Yeah. Whenever Indiana can do that, they've got to run. They've got to use their athleticism, their length, and let their defense help their half-court offense, yeah. which we saw in the second half. I, and and really, the second half, Renew and, and Ware did not play great, no. uh, especially on, on the offensive end. But anytime they can run, they, they need to run. They need to get out and get going.
1: They well, part of it too, Rob, is when they were attacking, there's no rim protection for Kansas. Hmm. Like that's not what Hunter is. So they just attacked no. early yep. and again took it to the basket. They were able to get there. And and on the flip side, I'm sitting there watching, I'm watching Dewan Harris, and I'm like, How are you not going after Gabe Cups early?
2: Yeah, especially because DeWan Harris can kind of crank the dial on the pressure. Like he he can take your, yeah. your rock. And so can McCullough. I I thought there was one or two times for maybe, like, they ran and jumped him.
1: Yeah, I think they ran enough. and jumped
2: him late, but not that was enough. only one time, and maybe one or two other times they heated him up. I'm I'm a little bit disappointed in the fact that I, I thought maybe C.J. Gunn could could be more of a factor offensively, just because he was his big-time scorer out of Lawrence North, and, man, he just, he shot the ball so poorly in his time at Indiana, and he's just never been able to get going.
1: The end of the game, it was like everything that Kansas hadn't done, they, they, they did right. Like it was, it was literally Dewan Harris just decides, you know what? I'm going to go to the basket and, and hit yep. this runner off the high off the glass yeah, shot. Hunter tough just, shot. I mean, they, they feed him the ball and Hunter the shot. The two
2: he made shots. middle, middle of the, of the post. Oh. Like they, they were big time. Those, and those then McCuller
1: kind of- and McCuller who again, I, I've, and I love Kevin McCullough to death. I one of my favorite kids and players. But he's shot in the low thirties his whole career from three. He hits a huge three. He hits a couple of huge free throws. I, I'm I'm honestly real no like I I mean this Rob because when a kid works as hard as he works, and another one I saw today, a Texas Tech alum as well, Terrence Shannon, we'll get to that. Those two kids were were not they were non shooters. Yeah, right? and they both become good shooters. Why? Because they get in the damn gym. They work hard. Do you know when I knew that? McCullough was going to be a better shooter this year. Is
2: well, your boy? I, what's that? Say that again. I said, do you know when I knew that McCullough was going to be a better shooter this year? Let's by by ahead. the law of Goodman, it's like like Galileo's law type thing. <laughs> by the law of Goodman, I saw him at Illinois, and some of their assistants were talking about how he altered his release, and I saw it. I'm like, wow, he's getting more arc on it. It's going in. He made a couple, and I told you this, and you go, he can't shoot. And right then, it's like lightning struck me. And I was like, he's going to shoot the ball way better this year. And that's what I
1: knew. Yeah, well, again, we're still a third of the way through. I hope I'm wrong because I love <laughs> McCullough. I do. like, But, you know, again, what's he shoot, 37 now? He was 37. Yeah, but that's good enough. Oh, totally. I mean, totally. If he shoots 37 the rest of the way, I might change my tune on Kansas. Yeah. Because- I
2: will say, though, with Kansas, their their bench – is not great. Jamar McDowell did make a couple <laughs> plays that you, you were. You don't think so? No. Well, I mean, come on, I'm yes. kidding. I'm kidding. I just think right. the shoot. I mean, Nick Timberlake has been just, can't he just shoot. cannot make a shot right now. His confidence is good things. Is shot. It's, it's yeah, not yeah. that he can't make a shot, Rob. His confidence, he's got none. No, agree. They they need Furphy, um, and, and, so, and I, actually, I thought El Marco Jackson he made some some big plays to start the second half. But they they're going to need a little bit more if they're going to reach just, their full
1: ceiling. Yeah, I just don't know where they're getting it from because like Parker Brown was overmatched again. Furphy's yeah. one hundred and seventy two pounds. You know he he's not ready physically to be able to impact right now. El Marco's not a shooter. McDowell actually made a, a big time. He made shot. a three. Yeah. yeah, he made a couple of plays that were. Yeah. We're, yep uh, we're good no he's come along he's come mm-hmm. along. the other guys need to come along soon like yeah. you can't Mcdonald was wait a and late wait.
2: bloomer, right he was like a kid that was not even in the top two fifty yeah. and then all of a sudden was you know getting off I just by don't understand
1: like i I mean I guess in the world of the portal you know you don't know they lost arterio Morris obviously yeah. to the off the court issues, but even with Arterio, they're they're thin so yeah. and they don't have shooting and yeah. i I just again, my take is. You can never have enough shooters right now, and you can never have enough point guards. No, that's true. And I just don't understand how they're that thin. And Indiana, same thing. Like they're benched. Well, yeah, did you did so you hear anything? Of, did you hear anything about uh, Xavier Johnson? Yeah, I think he'll be back soon. That's good. I think he'll be back soon. Foot injury. I thought he was already going to be back, and and it's kind of lingered. I guess this is his uh, other foot from what was. Yeah. From what is he year, the right? answer though, Rob? Like ultimately. Here's my take on Indiana. Like, he's obviously their best perimeter shooter. And, and the crazy part is but he's like,
2: He's low volume. Right. I mean, but he's right. by percentage,
1: yeah. But, like, is he the answer to where they could be – if they get a healthy Xavier Johnson, do you feel like they're an NCAA tournament team or do you feel like the jury's still out on that? I would
2: still think the jury's out. Yeah, I just – you lose to Auburn by 30. And I know he didn't play in that game. Um, New York was pretty disappointing um had to pull away late from louisville i you just said this i i just don't know how they can make enough threes i mean they don't shoot a lot they shot 16 there's teams that are doubling that up you know there's teams that are shooting 30 and 31 and 32 you're just from a from a like a mathematical standpoint you are so far behind the eight ball i just think that teams are going to dare them to to shoot and just load up on their bigs and load up on the drive um yeah, I, I, I don't know if he solves that problem to get him there, but they do need him. I mean, he is their best guard. There's no doubt in my mind that that he
1: is. It's, it's, it's all about roster constru- construction for me at Indiana. And like, yeah. again, point guard play. You know, like,
2: you know, but he goes- they thought that they had their point guard, Xavier Johnson. You know, they they felt good about that.
1: But, but and Rob. He- they didn't even know he was going to be eligible until the summer. Remember, he but, had to get the But didn't year, he...
2: they feel like they had a pretty good
1: chance? How do you ever know with the NCAA? I, I mean, know, come on. That's true. I would yeah. have had a third point guard in case Xavier Johnson didn't get. Like, again, it's just some of these programs that are really good. And I know that it's hard to get those bench guys that are going to be good enough because they're thinking, like, why am I coming if I'm not going to play? Yeah. I, I do I, mean, I guess think about, too, who Indiana took in the portal. Like, you get where? You get Peyton
2: Sparks, who did not play, and Walker, and you bring in Anthony Walker, right? You bring in all these these front court players, exactly, and get a guard, get a combo guard. I I agree. Get a combo guard who can maybe maybe they thought CJ Gunn could be a guy that takes a step, and he just hasn't. I I don't know. know. Are you got Caleb Banks? I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea.
3: When
1: you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. I've used LinkedIn Jobs multiple times before, thankfully not to hire Hummel, but I've done it to hire plenty of other people, and it's been unbelievable. Effective, quick, uh, everything has been awesome about it. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash good. That's linkedin.com slash good to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Are you all in on Kansas, or are you still like eh, no, like- I, I think they're good, but I, I don't I don't put
2: them in that same tier. They, they very well could be the number one team in the country uh, tomorrow when it comes out on
1: Monday, just because of, they won't uh, be Purdue will be number one. I, I think it should
2: be Purdue after beating Arizona. Um, but no, I, I just think the the lack of shooting and the lack of, of depth is a real concern yeah. look at Arizona look at Purdue look at Connecticut agree you know, those teams Agreed. like they have eight nine ten players where
1: you like and they all right so you. that's that's my next question for you we're gonna we're gonna rank these in order of who we like right now who are the teams that can legitimately win six straight games and win a national title and I want your right. top I, I mean I don't I don't know if I can come up with more than five of them right, right no, now I think it's I think the number is four, honestly.
2: Right, I'm not so even sure in order, Houston.
1: in order right now, give me your your no your number one team right now that you feel good about that can win the whole thing. I think it's Purdue. Look at who they beat. I love it. Look at who they beat. Look at who they lost to. Fairly Dickinson last year. That's last year, dude. They this is. I really
2: believe that this is a different. I, there's a different feel to this because of their guard play. Okay. You beat Gonzaga. You beat Tennessee. You beat Marquette. You beat Alabama. You beat Arizona.
1: Is that a Who Pirates
2: can, hat or a Purdue hat you're wearing? It's a Puma hat. Oh, it's ass. a Puma hat. Pirates, Puma, Purdue. Right. Same Puma shit. Puma goal. Uh,
1: Shocking. Do you, do you disagree with me? No, I don't. I don't. I'm just giving you You shit. were just playing devil's out. Yeah, I'm just giving you shit. I, I'm with you, too. Uh, although, I will say this. Like, if that game had been played in, in Phoenix yesterday, no, I mean it's, it was a great environment. So I'm saying, don't you think Fletcher Lawyer, Braden Smith, those guys absolutely got juiced by the environment? I mean, that was ninety percent almost Purdue fans. Yeah, but I mean I yes, but I feel like really good teams when they go on the road feed off that type of environment, too. Yeah. Are they the better what I'm asking you is they play ten times in a neutral court, who who wins? Do you think they split? Yeah, I think it'd yeah. be like six and four or yeah. five and five. Yeah, I'm just saying like it's a toss up. Purdue Arizona is an absolute toss up to me. Um, you know, again, if if, if Fletcher Lur doesn't make all those shots, right. Arizona probably wins that game. All right, so are you are you with Purdue and Arizona as one and two right now?
2: Yeah, I feel good about that. All right, I I I have go. K- UConn you at go? three. I'm yeah, going I'd UConn go- ahead of Kansas. Yep. Are, I agree are with you? That. Yeah, I would go UConn at three. Who do you have at four? I, I just haven't seen – I mean, Houston, they're always so good. They're always so well coached. They Their wins are solid. I mean, Utah, Dayton, Xavier, yeah. A&M. But th- those aren't the same level to me as, like, you look at Purdue or you look at – No, not even close. Their wins. No, no. Um, So, I – I got it. What's it's Kansas, like they did Kansas. a non,
1: hey, it's like they did a non-conference schedule of, of of the AAC, you know, or something like that. You yeah. know, Kansas is best.
2: I mean, Kansas beat Connecticut at home. They beat Tennessee in Tennessee on neutral.
1: I'd go Kansas and I'd go Houston. Yeah, I, I would say to me, um, I would probably go. Honestly, maybe this is crazy. I think I'm going to go Marquette at four. I just worry about Marquette with big physical teams. Sure.
2: I'm, I'm with you. Igadaro gets in foul trouble and yep. it's like, yep. But I'm their guards that. can go. Their How many of those
1: are there, though? How many of those that he can't handle?
2: I mean, you look at Kansas with Hunter, Purdue with Edie, Connecticut with Klingon, yeah. Arizona with Balo. So all no,
1: all I the teams were just talking. I think he can
2: handle Balo. I'm just I don't, talking about his sheer size. I mean, yeah. Igadaro's what, 6'10? Yeah. Yeah. He's just not thick. Yeah. You but know, those but, would be, I guess, like, a team like Creighton would have
1: runner, But I'll I, say this again. They got the best point guard in the country. And and even when I was talking to a lawyer about this, he was saying, he was like, I think Braden's a two to five point guard in the country. And he even admitted, he's like, swan. He one. He gave him 22. They got Yeah, they got I mean, listen, personal. you got Kolek and Cam Jones. That's a hell. No, the
2: guards can go. Like, they oh. they have guys that can, that can play. I you like know, Marquette's team.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would go Marquette four. I would go Houston five for me. But
2: I will say, like, Marquette gets manhandled at Wisconsin. And, and, and the Purdue it's game But that's a rivalry. Was no, that's it a is. rivalry and it, that is a big-time
1: atmosphere. Right. right. I do worry about them on the glass and with, with sure. really good. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, per, for me, it's Purdue, Arizona, UConn, Marquette, Houston. That's my five. Those are the five I feel pretty good about. If you said, you know, gun to my head. Here are the five teams that can win six straight. I am not putting Kansas in that in that conversation, which is insane. I know, because of Bill Self, because I I really like their players. I just again, if you don't have shooting, I don't think you can win six straight. Yeah how how well did Arterio Morris shoot it last year? Not great. He's not a he's shooter. he's an athlete, right? He was he's, never a shooter. Now now I think what Bill thought he could get out of Arterio was. You know, his athleticism and speed. They don't have a El Marco can go, Harris can go. Like they've got good speed, but on the bench, you know, you know like they don't yeah, have but like. He he was old. a guy that stood out on right. a team full of athletes at Texas with his. Yeah. I mean, they've good speed, but they don't have like Blaze and, and Arterio could have created some stuff on the defensive end. That's the other thing they're not doing as much of. And again, it's hard because, you know, you have Hunter defensively. You know, who, yeah. who, I mean, you, you're limited to how you can guard pick and roll.
2: And, correct. you know, you, your yep. guards have got to really contain the bounce because you don't have someone lurking
1: back there to clean it up. All right. Give me and I know neither one of us saw a ton of these games because we were I was working. You were sort of working. I don't know what the hell you were doing. I mean, you. you know. I was surprised they didn't put you on the
2: jumbotron at a banker's life. Did you see my tweet? They put you in the yeah. Tweet? You're so full of it. There are a few
1: b- scattering of, of booze there. There are a few booze.
2: The Arizona fans
1: were booing me, or the Purdue. No, I think fans it was the Purdue fans. I think there they. Some, uh, they were booing some... how much money you stole from from the program back in the day by like, eight what, years surgeries or what do you mean? Yeah, exactly. All the medical bills. <laughs> medical <are> bills. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, insurance covers that, Jeff. You all, right, know this all right. Is um, the biggest surprise of yesterday for me was michigan state no it was kentucky beating carolina it was kentucky beating carolina yeah here's why here's why baylor had state was up 30 on baylor fine they they pounded him but baylor hadn't really played anybody like they they beat auburn the first game in a new did you watch
2: michigan state play the last four games i have i have how did that not i look i understand that's a good win for kentucky but hell of a win that cannot be a bigger surprise than Baylor down 30 points with 18 minutes left in that game.
1: The the score was shocking. Yes. Yes. The, that's the, the point of what, that's what a surprise is. I'm just shocked that a young Kentucky team, neutral court in Atlanta comes away with a win against a veteran Carolina team. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really, really I did not see that one coming and I did see the Michigan State win coming. I did not see the plastering. But think about it. In in, in all fairness, like you don't think Izzo had those dudes ready. Like you guys, I mean, think of I the. Mean, words. I watched them.
2: I watched them look very unready against Wisconsin, and look pretty unready at times against Nebraska, and pretty unready against James Madison. So no, I, I even with with Coach Izzo being the guy that's pulling the strings there, I did not know what to expect with
1: Michigan State. Yeah, well. Now it'll be interesting to see if they can get it going. Listen, yeah. I had a, a Big Ten coach. I'm not going to throw him under the bus. Uh, call me last night and, um, and say, is it still the Little Ten? Is it still the Because I've called them the Little Ten lately. And uh, they had a hell of a day, right? I mean, think about it. Michigan
2: State. Ohio State beat UCLA. Yep. There was one game that – oh, the Indiana game was the one that could have made it like – Right, right. But they had a really good day for the most yep. part.
1: Even Indiana – Listen, I I, no, I I thought they acquitted themselves well, honestly. Correct. I mean, they need to finish the the deal, but they can build on that. They can build on that. They don't, you know. Listen, now again, that is a a missed opportunity. In that, if you're that would be the bad thing about it, you put yourself in position. Correct, because at the end of the season, if they're right on the bubble, you're saying like, listen, with that win, they're not even close to on the bubble. Like that takes you from a first four out to like a ten seed. Yeah. That's what that win does. And now you've got limited opportunities in the big 10. I saw Illinois today, Rob, and they played Colgate. Um, and you've seen Illinois. How many times have you seen yeah. them in person? A couple times. I, mean, I did the Kansas game and I, I watched the game right. today. Listen to me, uh, they didn't play. They played like garbage in the second half. They were really yeah. bad. They, they just kind of like stiff-armed them. It kind of, yeah, they they weren't. They got bored in the second half, but I will say this, like, Man, Terrence Shannon, and I spent a bunch of time with him after the game, too. Like, that dude, he's so self-aware, and he's playing at such a high level defensively. Defensively. He had five blocks today, and he played first half. It was about as good an overall half as I've seen anybody play this year. Like, he was just – he's playing with such, like, fire and aggressiveness and making shots when he needs to from three. He might have forced one or two. But for the most part – He's shooting, like, 40, right? Yeah. He didn't. I think he's higher. Great. I think it's even higher than that. Yeah, but like defensively, Rob, he is unbelievable so far this year. Like yep. he, and again, self-aware to where as he said to me, he was like, "Listen, I know I wasn't consistent last year. I knew NBA guys told me, but I knew I I did not have a great year last year." And I'm like, "Whoa!" Like how he's many kids are going to say that after yeah. being first team all league? Yeah, there's not many. And he no. said, he goes, "I knew I wasn't a good leader." Like I have to be a good leader, and he's like the ultimate. I don't know how much time he spent around him. Always smiling, always. Yeah, up. he he's
2: he's awesome. soft spoken, but he's always been great. Yeah. He's always been great
1: to be around. Um, he's
2: comfortable. I do though. I do kind of worry a little bit about Illinois with some of the things we saw last year. It's not as extreme, yeah. but they are once again so good at scoring it inside the arc, and they're just average at shooting the ball from the perimeter from a percentage standpoint. Yet they shoot. Like the Tennessee game, they shot a lot of threes. And I know, I I think I read where Brad Underwood said that he, for the most part, liked their shot selection for the most part of the season. But, man, when you've got some of these guys and you can post a mask and, you know, you've got some of these weapons. And I, I still think, even watching today's game, I'm watching Coleman Hawkins. I know he's been hurt. I swear he shoots when he shouldn't and he doesn't shoot when he should. Like he, he, if he's open, he, he like head fakes and passes. <laughs> it's just like, I, I don't understand why he passes on the shots that he does, but then takes the ones that he, he shoots. I, I don't know. He he's a fascinating player. Cause he is, there's no doubting his talent, Yeah. but sometimes his production has not maybe matched what that talent is.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I, I like this team cause I think they have one of the top five players in the country in Terrence Shannon. I think, he can go get his, and in Man. transition, he's a freak right now. He's that's another
2: late pick by GM Hummel,
1: yeah. who just got value in the later rounds. That was a great pick. It's a great Thank pick. And they've been. I mean, after <laughs> you your crappy year last year, no, you like most people would have fired you as GM after last year. By the way, Here's you wouldn't the thing. have got another chance. This was that was a learning experience,
2: and I will never been like make the- those
1: mistakes again. Who's the guy? The Chargers? the Chargers just fire their GM? That's who. That's yeah. basically who you are.
2: I think, too, Illinois is guarding, man. They they are – they they, they were, yeah. like you said, not great in the second half, but on the season they have – they really
3: guarded.
1: Yeah, I again, I'm not sure they're the number two team in the Big Ten. I'm not sure there will be a number two team in the Big Ten. This I think year, they biggest. are right now. I, I, I think they are today, but again – I think if you're – yeah, I, you I don't think it's going to be like a little bit of a revolving door between. Teams no, it could, hot. it could.
2: I mean, I, Wisconsin yeah. could certainly be in that right. discussion. Ohio State could be in that discussion. I suppose Michigan State could still be in that conversation if they do write the ship. I was. I mean, the Northwestern thing that was pretty disappointing. You you can't lose to Chicago State and erase your win over the number one team in the Unbelievable. country. Unbelievable.
1: That that is. I mean, that it was shocking. That was a shocking loss. No, um, I mean, listen, it shouldn't happen. And and give Gerald Gillian a lot of credit from Chicago State for pulling off that win. No doubt. But no, that can't happen if you're Northwestern because again, those are the those are the ones that eventually um uh, they get you. Those are the ones that get you and, and you don't end up getting in, in in the NCAA uh tournament. Uh what else? What else, what else you want to talk about? Anything else? I just look forward to seeing you rocking the jersey,
2: man. It's gonna be great. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I gotta order it. I gotta get it in. You better I, express shipping that thing. I gotta, I gotta hit the gym now. I saw where I, I tweeted a, that photo of the jersey that was a yeah. hundred dollars, yeah. and I, I think I tweeted with it that I hope shipping is three hundred. And some guy was like, "Hey, moron!" It says that shipping is like twenty bucks on it, and <laughs> said that in the photo. I'm glad you got a "Hey, moron" because I've gotten a lot of "Hey, morons." I'm just saying, we need the integrity of this podcast to stay high. And with the predictions you make, we are just screwing ourselves. I've made great predictions. I just stood by my alma mater here. That's all I did. It's all I did here. Well, that was probably one of your I mean, taking Arizona in that game was one of the more actually not brain dead ones that you've done because some of these, I mean, like Saint Mary's the Final 4, Michigan State in the same discussion as Purdue, I, I just I I can't. They were 11
1: and 8. Last year. Were, were you happy to see Juwan Howard back in the, uh, the, the, the main chair after yeah, he got cleared, yeah. he got I'm cleared of everything, which I'm... was listen, the medical stuff cleared, yep. uh, cleared of any major wrongdoing. So he, he kind of took over after, you know, I don't know what you call it, what he was doing before that sitting on the bench. Um, right. And, and, and again, they started off well here in his return, which is good to see. My question to you, Rob is, what does Juwan Howard need to do this year to kind of have some some more, um, well, to be able to get another year next year? You know, again, because frankly, they, they underachieved greatly last year. They underachieved yeah. two years ago in the regular season, but obviously made a sweet 16. This yeah. year, if they don't get to the tournament again, does he get one more year? If, if he doesn't make the tournament two years in a row, he's still one of their own. That's what I that's where I come back to. Yeah.
2: This this is really hard when you are one of the best players to ever play there. Yeah. Much yeah. like it would be hard with Penny Hardaway, and it would be hard it would be hard with Matt Painter. I mean, how anyone about that how plays it plays at that school?
1: All you have to do, Rob, is look at how long it took them to fire Patrick Ewing. Remember? I mean, yeah. he had to lose like a hundred straight games.
2: 100. It was a lot he of games. He didn't lose a hundred. I think that he would get another year just because of now I maybe he wants to go. Back to the NBA, I, I have no idea. Um, but these are hard deals when when you've got the school you played for and you're the head coach and it goes south. And it's you always think it's going to be good. Like everyone thought with Chris Mullen going to St. John, great. You know, he's going to come home like when he played. And I just think for players, and I've thought about this for myself because I've never coached ever outside of like coaching the three-on-three team. If that even that doesn't even count, you do you do nothing in game. It's all like scouting. You're all it's all like prep, right? You don't
1: say anything during the game. Zero it's like tennis.
2: You get you get penalized.
1: What? You can't get yeah, any. Think,
2: think of it. It's like tennis. I mean, the the Serbians are like yelling in Serbian, <laughs> really? like they are they, they get away. I feel like the other countries now. Some of the officials are from Europe, and they know, but. Some some countries get away with more, but yeah, they, they watch the coaches' boxes, and wow. you can't you can't yell out plays. I mean,
1: some you know, like you know, hand some, signals, no hand signals. You would get in trouble for that. You could you could get kicked out. I feel like in tennis they're doing something. I mean, they no, I, I agree. To the I, box. And I think they've changed it actually. Um,
2: but I will, it, what my point we need was. To ask Glenn Hummel.
1: We need to get Glenn Hummel on here to, to find out exactly what's going on there. Well, yeah, he he could tell you that. I know. He My
2: could. point of of getting to there was that <laughs> players don't understand. And Jawan was a different case because he was an assistant for Pat Riley and he was on their staff and he coached. But when players are playing, the awareness of what your coaches and the video coordinators and all the people that are preparing the game plans, what they are doing, is zero, because the players especially like in, in, let's say in pro basketball, you'd get there. If you're practicing at 10, you'd show up at 830, eat breakfast, maybe go lift weights, practice at 10, be done by eleven fifteen, eleven twenty, eleven thirty. 15, I don't know if you're really a long practice in, in pro basketball, at least in the NBA, um, get shots up. If you're not playing, maybe play some two-on-two, eat lunch, and you'd be out of there. And you think that everybody else is doing that same thing. Like, you really believe that. Like, oh, I think everybody else just goes home too. They don't. Um, and I, I just, you know, it's all—it's always amazing to me, too, just because you're a really good player doesn't mean that you actually know why things are happening. You might just be out there and like you have good instincts and you're kind of like rolling with it right. or you're just so supremely talented. Um, but it, it is it is fascinating how oblivious players are
1: to what their their coaches and staffs are actually doing. Right. All right, listen, we're going to wrap this up because uh, I know you're hungover. You look hungover. You sound hungover. No, I'm just um, – I, I, it was I a called rough two night. Games.
2: I called two games yesterday. You just sat there.
1: Oh, yeah, you called the Ball State-Indiana State game too, didn't you? Yeah. Wow. Some of us work, Jeff. Some Josh Schertz, right. Michael Lewis. That's a hell of a coaching matchup. Right? I like Michael Lewis,
2: and I, I like Josh Schertz too. We I don't know do. him as well as Michael, yeah. but Michael is the man. He's he's, he's funny, Isn't he?
1: yeah he's funny man. i got to see my man ben ben Botts, indiana all-stars ben 07. Bots? go all right listen get some rest i know you need it next time when you when you get after it in indy uh don't call me at 205 or 210 in the morning whatever you said you me. wanted to hang out well i i did but just not with you at 205 210 in the morning maybe at you know 11 o'clock at night have a nice dinner or something like that i wasn't invited to dinner yeah, we didn't want to – Well, you had to work. You said you had a show. I did. I did. I did. All right, we'll see you next week. Goodman and Hummel, thanks for joining us. And, uh, again, if anybody's got a cheaper jersey than twenty six eighty five dollars uh, for the black Hummel jersey and it's spelled correctly, uh, let me know. Goodman and Hummel podcast, and we got Robbie Hummel. I've known you since you were a kid. I could blow my knee out, both knees, and still kick your ass. <laughs> We're trying to find the Robbie Homo statue. I wanted to
2: kill you.